you doing, everybody? And happy Tuesday. Welcome to Wisconsin Sports on the go with Trage. I'm your host, Trage. Today, we are talking mainly Packers. I was trying to put together a show, and I really was thinking about the Packers and watching that game on Sunday. And I really just, I want to dig deep into the Packers. I want to see, I wanted to see what the heck is going on with Green Bay Packers right now and what can, what needs to be fixed? What needs to be changed? in Green, right, Green Bay right now because it is a mess. All around right now, Green Bay is a mess. Looking at the Packers, you just lost to one of, if not the worst teams in the NFL. The Denver Broncos, hands down, they don't have anything going right in Denver right now. And you look at the flip side of that, the Packers just played one of the worst games, one of the worst football games that we have watched as Packer fans, as fans of football. And that we have, There was no plan. No offensive plan. Nothing seemed to be working. You had a bye week. You were coming off of a bye, and it still looked like you weren't ready for this Denver Broncos defense. And yet, it's it's just the same old, same old with this Green Bay Packer team. Nothing changed from the week before. It's just a constant, I don't even know what to call it. It's just constantly just a dumpster fire in Green Bay right now. Looking at, I mean... You look at this team right now, and everybody wants to point towards Joel Berry. And Joel Berry, terrible defensive coordinator. I'll give it to you. I have never liked him ever since he came to Green Bay. Before Green Bay, he's never been a good coach. Terrible coach at times. I mean, he is just hands down not a good defensive coordinator. Not a great option for the Packers. But you look at that, and you say, okay, look at the Packers' defense this season. In their six games, through week seven now, there's six games that they've played. Their defense has given up a max of twenty-five or thirty-four points to the Lions. But other than that, you look at the uh, the last two losses here to the Raiders and to the Broncos. They didn't even give up twenty points. Didn't even give up twenty points in a loss. You look at the schedule for the Packers. You look at who they've played so far. The Lions have been playing great football this year. That was going to be a loss, okay? If you're thinking about it in the grand scheme of things, the way that the Packers are trending, the way that the Lions are trending. That was going to be a loss. Looking at even at the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons have been playing better football this year. Packers, they played a good game there. They got, they took the loss in that one. But you look at the Raiders and you look at Denver. Those are two games. You know, you look at the Denver game especially. That's a game that the Packers, coming off of a bye, you had that loss to the Raiders. Raiders are a decent football team. Coming off of a bye then, you go to Denver. And you play Denver, one of the worst teams in all of the National Football League. They have nothing going right. That team is all out of sorts. The defense is terrible. The offense is terrible. And you just expect to be bye-bye and then we play the Vikings. You know, you have that bye inside of a game. The Denver Broncos were supposed to be that game for the Packers. A game to figure it out. To put it all together. To put the pieces back together. Put the puzzle together. And then play the Vikings. Now... You took that loss coming off of a bye week. You didn't change anything from the Raiders game going into the Broncos game. There was no change in the offense. You didn't re-scheme, didn't try to change anything. You just, let's do the same thing and see if it'll work against the Broncos. And it didn't. It, it failed once again against the Broncos. So when I'm looking at the Packers right now, Joel Berry is a problem. He is a, definitely a problem. He has downright been terrible at times. But he's not the real problem right now. For this Packers team, Matt LaFleur is the problem for the Packers right now. And when I say that, 
I say it because you look at this offense. Yeah, we're sticking with Jordan Love. As of right now, we're sticking with Jordan Love. But the offensive schemes, what we're drawing up, we're not changing in-game. You look at what's been working. The run game starts to work. We'll run it a little bit, then we'll go away from it. And we'll try this deep ball game with Jordan Love. Okay, that doesn't work. So now we we mix up the play calls so much throughout these games. When we find something that works, let it go. Let it work. Don't try to change it. Don't try to do something stupid. Matt LaFleur, and I, I said it, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Matt LaFleur looked great when he came to Green Bay. Why is that? Why did Matt LaFleur look like a fantastic play caller? When you have a guy, and there's a lot of people out there who don't like him, but when you have a guy like Aaron Rodgers in the quarterback spot, a future Hall of Famer running the offense for you, it makes your job that much easier. Makes you look that much better. Your play calls can be atrocious, but Aaron Rodgers could make the throw. Now we're looking at your play calls and we're not getting the production. Why? Because the throws that were being made, the reads that were being made, aren't happening anymore. You are sticking with this offense, the offense that clearly, as we're looking at this, has not been working. You look at outside of the Bears game, you got 24 points against the Falcons, and you scored 20 against the Detroit Lions. Otherwise, against a Raiders defense, which is Decent defense. They're not a terrible defense. They're decent defense. They got some decent pieces on there. You put up 13 points. You struggled in the first half. You struggled in the first half against Detroit. You struggled in the first half pretty much all season long here. You look at the Denver game. You struggled the first half of that one, too. It took late push to get the lead there. Saints game, you didn't score until the fourth quarter. You didn't have any offense going until that fourth quarter. Something needs to change in the play calling department. Joel Berry is not off the hook. He's not completely off the hook in this sense. That defense is disorganized. It's just downright terrible. He's just downright terrible at times. And he's been, and like I said, he's been like that through the years. It's what we expected as fans when we got him into Green Bay. And you look at, there was actually, after the Denver game, one of the defensive players came out and he was talking to, I heard it, uh, I saw Mike Clemens did it uh, about it. And he said, according to somebody in the room, they come in with a plan for the game. No real uh, adjustments on the fly. Then at halftime, there's an adjustment. No fire, no emotion. And some guys don't even know what they're supposed to do and what's expected of them. So we got it plain and simple from one of the Packers players, one of the defensive players. And this team is frustrated. They are 100% downright frustrated right now they there are guys who are pissed you look at rasul douglas's post-game interview there he's pissed he is pissed that what's going on in green bay right now they can't figure anything out you look at what jair alexander said he's like we gotta score the defense we have to score we have to put points on the board for our team this defense is pissed and you're watching him go out week after week under bad leadership and you have a head coach who keeps vouching for that bad leadership. And every time we hear in the post-game uh, press conference, you look at Wisconsin fans in a total. What do, what do people get pissed off about? They listen to, say, Craig Council after a game, and they get pissed at Craig Council because he says, it starts with me, it goes on. Everybody wants to fire Council. 
You look at uh, the Badgers basketball with Greg Gard. Everybody wants to fire Greg Gard. What about Matt LaFleur? What about Matt LaFleur? Why are we not putting Matt LaFleur's job on a hot seat right now? He has not put Joe Barry on the hot seat at all. Not that we know of. He hasn't said, this is Joe Barry's shot. This is his one, one shot here to prove to me something along those lines. Because right now, out of what we got out of that, out of defensive player coming out and saying there's no adjustments, we've seen that. You look at the Lions game, there was no adjustments. No adjustments were made. But there's no adjustments being made on the offensive side, too. If you listen to some of them offensive guys talk, I bet you it's the same thing both ways. You have no offense, adjust, no offensive adjustments, no defensive adjustments. We're going into this blind. You have a, We had a bye week. I mean, this is basically you had two weeks. You had two weeks to prepare for one of the worst teams in all of football. And you could not adjust to anything that they were going to scheme up, anything that they were going to change. You had weeks on top of weeks on top of weeks of film to watch the Denver Broncos, to watch what the Broncos were going to do in a third down situation. What's their number one call? What's their number one audible? What are they going to change to? What are their motions look like? What is Jerry Judy going to do on this? Weeks. You had a couple weeks to look at this Broncos team. And other teams have apparently schemed them up pretty darn well. Because looking at the Denver Broncos, they have now two wins on the season. So other teams have looked at this Denver Broncos and they've been able to figure them out. And the Packers couldn't. They had two weeks to figure it out and they couldn't. Something needs to change on the coaching staff right now for the Green Bay Packers, and it needs to come fast. Because looking at this right now, it starts with coaching. Like I was saying with uh, Matt LaFleur in the postgame, always comes out and says, well, it starts with me. I need to figure it out, and I need to go. I need to, uh, we need to move on. Okay, what have you figured out in the three losses in a row here where we've heard you say that in the postgame? What have you figured out? that you're going to change because we haven't seen change. There has been zero change, no change in the coaching, no change in the play calls, no change in the defensive schemes, no change in the special teams. There has not been a change week after week here. And yet you keep coming out and telling us we need to make a change. There's going to be a change. There has to be a change. Please tell us what change you've made. Was it a type of Gatorade that you're going to put into the coolers? Was it the, uh, snack bar was there a change at the snack bar there what what was the change that you have made i don't know that is something that needs to be addressed people aren't looking closely at not joel berry look past joel berry look up towards the top look at the head man and that's where the head man another move above malafleur for a second here with me. brian gudikins look at what gudikins has done for this packers team you look at is talent the issue on this team Looking at it from the outside looking in, you look at the quarterback play, yes, talent's an issue. We're going to get into Jordan Love a little bit here, but talent's an issue at the quarterback. You look at the wide receivers. Like I talked about, you have a whole lot of number two wide receivers. You have a lot of number three wide receivers. You do not have a one. There's not a one. You look at Christian Watson, you can't keep him on the football field. He got hurt again. His knee got hurt again trying to, you know... Sucks to say he was trying to reach for a bad pass from Jordan Love, but he hurt himself again. You cannot trust Christian Watson to be out there during these games. He might be fine leading up into next week, but he is constantly injured. It's like he takes one hit, he's out again. So you look at that, you look at your injury 
problems with Christian Watson, who isn't a number one anyways. You have Romeo Dobbs, who is a fine number two. Jaden Reed could be a number two. Dontavian Wicks, that's a three. Samori Torrey, that's a three. Uh, looking down the line of wide receivers on this team, that's that's it. That's that's your wide receiver room. So you have no number one. No number one that I listed in there. You have guys who could pretend. I think Romeo Dobbs could be, like I've, I've said before, but I don't think he's there. I really don't. I think Jaden Reed could be a solid number two. He's got a lot of developing to do so far. But the rest of these guys, they're solid number three guys. They're, they're role players. They're not going to be that solid guy for you. And it's down the list here. You look at the defense. There's some playmakers on there, but we can't put it together. You can't keep guys healthy. Uh, Devontae Wyatt constantly has been hurt for this Packers team. He's been on the injury uh, list a lot. And then you look at other guys like Campbell, injured, injury prone. Quay Walker seems to be out with a concussion every once in a while. And uh, the secondary for the Packers right now, we can't keep Alexander healthy. Stokes is out again. So injury problems have been there for Green Bay. But talent is an issue because when you listen to the Packers and they go out and they draft these wide receivers, say like Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, you're taking shots. And when I say shots, I mean, we're we're not going after, say, Justin Jefferson or T. Higgins or even guys like Jamar Chase or some of the upper guys coming out of college. We're not shooting for those guys. We're getting, we, right away, you question the Packers' first-round pick every year. We get, like, Lucas Van Ness. And I hope Van Ness turns out to be something. I really do. I think he could be a great player. But constantly we go year after year we know what we need we know Aaron Rodgers said it for years I just need I need help I need help I need playmakers what do they do when Aaron Rodgers for years has said I need playmakers what do they do they go out and draft a backup quarterback they draft a quarterback basically to take his spot Jordan Love and you don't go and get him wide receiver nothing that's going to help him on the offensive front and then constantly we go through these years where we go into the third fourth fifth round and then we're picking up that wide receiver not the proven guy not the guy we know that can do something we go and get the guy who is christian watson he could be a, he could be a very good player he's athletic he's athletic but he he's he's not uh, as highly rated as what jamar chase as what t higgins as what justin jefferson is going to bring to a team but but he's got potential to get there we don't have to waste a lot on him that's where the packers have failed they constantly go through year after year trying to find diamond in the rough guys. You're going to find one. I'm not, I'm not saying that you're never going to be able to go through a draft, pick a guy in the fifth round, and he turns out to be just that guy for you. That dude, that number one guy, whether it's on your defense or it's a wide receiver or it's a running back, whatever it is, or it's a Tom Brady at the end of the draft. I mean, it doesn't matter who it is. It's what I'm sick of is that we don't take the shot on the big guy, the big name wide receiver, the big name whatever he is at that time. We waste, we don't waste our picks, but we don't utilize them in the way they should be. We've loaded up the defense for how many years now? We've got how many top picks on that defense right now? They still can't figure it out. So then you point back to Joel Barry with that. How do you have so many first-round picks on a defense and you can't figure it out, first and second-round picks? The offense, the wide receiver room, 
you keep drafting and you keep throwing out diamond in the roughs, you're not going to find that number one wide receiver. You're not going to find him as easy as what you hope. And that's where Brian Gudikins has failed the Packers year after year. It starts in the draft. Right now, you have the number seven pick in the draft, according to uh, the mock draft right now. With the number seven pick, are you going to get another uh, guy for that defense? Because right now, the defense isn't your problem. Right now, you're missing guys on this offense. You are missing wide receivers. You're missing a quarterback. You're really missing a quarterback right now. That leads me into looking at Jordan Love right now. Jordan Love, for this Packers team, has been downright atrocious. That's the simple term I can use for it. He's not, there's no consistency. 57% completion rating right now. 6.5 average yards a game, 10 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. He's taken 10 sacks on the year. His quarterback rating is sitting at 79. Inconsistent passer. He can't hit an open receiver. He can't. He cannot put it in the spot. You look at, especially looking at his deep ball. His deep ball is inconsistent. He can't throw back shoulder. He can't throw consistently, at least. He's thrown a couple of deep balls that hit spot. He can't read a defense. Looking at this last game against the uh, Broncos there late when he threw that pick, if you haven't rewatched that play, A.J. Dillon is wide open right in front of him. A.J. Dillon had about uh, 20 yards between him and the next guy who was closest to tackle him. 20 yards. He would have got you at least to about a yard away from that first down stick. But you decided I need to air it out right now with I think there was a minute some left in that ballgame, minute 40 or something like that left. You decided I need to air it out right now. Why? Why is that your one choice in that spot? Why are you trying for that extra bit of, we don't need it right then. You would have set up a, even if you didn't get the first down there, fourth and five. Fourth and five is manageable. You trying to throw a deep ball is not manageable right now. You can, he can't read a defense. He's constantly missing guys. I was convinced Aaron Rodgers, he, he didn't miss guys. He saw him. He saw him wide open. He just threw to Devontae Adams double coverage. I don't think Jordan Love sees him. I really don't. I think he misses wide open receivers. I think he reads too fast. I think he looks through the defense, and he goes one, two, three, four, five, and then he thinks, okay, I got to go deep. He doesn't wait for the play to develop. He's constantly trying to make the, the big play happen, when in all reality, the short, you know, you look at this offense when it's running right, the run game's going, the pass, the short pass game's going, we're using the tight ends. That's what it is early in these games. We're utilizing the tight ends, we're utilizing the short cross routes, we're utilizing the small things. And you look at later in the game, we're trying to go deep. We're trying to make Jordan Love do something he can't. He has not proven anything to me right now. Is Sean Clifford an option for the Packers right now? I don't see why not. I really don't. I thought he actually impressed in preseason. I thought he looked very poised. I thought he looked like he could do it. Throw him out there. Honestly, throw him out there and see what happens. If Sean Clifford's a bust, the season's a bust anyways. With Jordan Love at the quarterback spot right now for this Packers team, and I'm we're past overstretched Monday. This is Tuesday. This is or this is Tuesday here, and yet I am still overstretching here. The Packers season is lost with Jordan Love at quarterback. I am honestly That is what I'm seeing right now. There is nothing that is pointing me towards I need to be excited for the Jordan Love era of Green Bay football. If anything, 
I want it to be done before it started. I really do. Sean Clifford, throw him out there. Give him a shot. That's that's about it. I mean, what could it hurt? What could it really hurt? And you look at so another another thing with the Packers right now, Aaron Jones. Is he healthy? Is he ready to go? Because, you know, going into this last game here, we don't know if we have, you know, this run game was going with A.J. Dillon having a little bit of Aaron Jones. It was going. But then we didn't see Aaron Jones for the longest time. Is he healthy? And if he's not healthy, why is he in the ball game? Why is he playing? You know, I love to have Aaron Jones back. I love the explosive dynamic that he brings to the run game, to the pass game, everything in between. But if we're risking Aaron Jones, why is he out there? If we am on a pitch count and I can't have Aaron Jones in the biggest portion of the game, why is he on the football field? That's what I would love to know from Matt LaFleur. Why are you playing a guy if he's on a pitch count and his hamstring isn't right to be able to hold up? It's a waste. It is a waste of time then. Leave him on the uh, injured list for now and just let him get healthy. Because we're just risking Aaron Jones' future over putting him into this dumpster fire right now if you're not going to let him play consistently on this Packers team. I don't think A.J. Dillon played bad in this last game. I thought he actually played a little bit better in this last game when they utilized him in the past game too. But Aaron Jones, if you're not going to use him, if he's not going to be out there and you can't have him consistently, no point. Really is no point to it. And it it looks like with this Packers team right now, it's just a lack of focus. It really is. It's a lack of focus. That starts with coaching, to be able to coach these guys and have them focused going into it. You look at the amount of penalties they have, routes running into each other. I mean, just just terrible football that is being played out there. It's lack of discipline, lack of focus. These guys are not focused leading up into this game. That starts with Matt LaFleur. That starts with him getting these guys ready to go and having them ready for these ball games to be focused, laser focused. It's like they have blunders out there. It's like they're, uh, the offensive line is out there, and they forget the snap count, constantly forget the snap count. Or these receivers forget the route they're supposed to be running, and we have routes jamming up into each other. It's just, it, there's nothing going right for this Green Bay Packer team right now. And looking forward to this Vikings game, I caught a little bit of the 49ers-Vikings game last night. The Vikings look like that run game starting to figure it out a little bit. They're starting to turn a corner with their season. If the Vikings start to turn a corner and the Packers have the Vikings coming up, that's scary news for the Green Bay Packers, especially if they don't figure something out here leading up into that ball game uh, throughout this week here. But that is about all I have for the Packers. I just wanted to cover a little bit of it was reported that Giannis is agreeing uh for the Bucks. Giannis is agreeing to a three-year 186 million dollar max contract extension so big news for the Bucks there keeping Giannis home right now that is honestly what as Buck fans we were hoping for and hoping to see also with other news in Milwaukee the Milwaukee Brewers Eric Lauer has elected free agency Struggled this past season, couldn't figure it out at the AAA level, couldn't figure it out at the major league level. So hopefully good things for Eric Lauer somewhere else. They designated him for assignment. Hopefully somebody else will pick him up and he elected free agency. So that is the end of the four-year tenure with Eric Lauer in the Milwaukee Brewers. But that is about all I have for today. Thank you guys for listening. We will catch you guys tomorrow. Deuces.